Hello and welcome to the Thrill of the Deal podcast. My name is MJ and I am so glad to be back. Uh, just want to give a few things here as a brief PSA. Again, sorry for not posting last week. I got into a little kerfuffle. I had a few things on my schedule that came up as unexpected and, uh, well, you know, the days are flying as you get older. So, um, but this week, uh, got a really good show for you guys. Um, I, uh, just wanted to give you guys a few updates regarding the show before we get started. Uh, you know, actually, um, the email submissions for stories is still hello at the thrill of the deal.com. Uh, the reason for saying this first is because, uh, we, I actually had somebody reach out to me, uh, sort of questionable. I think it was kind of borderline scamish, uh, just asking if I wanted to purchase, uh, the domain thrillofthedeal.com. Uh, so I just wanted to come out here and say that no, uh, it's not thrillofthedeal.com. It's thethrillofthedeal.com. If you go to that website there, we're hosted by Podbean. Shout out to Podbean. We're on all major podcasting platforms. Um, we're also on Instagram. Uh, we are also on Instagram. Go ahead and pull it up here. Get my wherewithals together. Uh, Instagram, you can go ahead and reach us out at the thrill of the deal. And the deal is spelled D three A L. So the thrill of the deal. And again, you'll find it at all of this information at the thrill of the deal.com on our Podbean uh, blog. So thank you again for tuning in. Okay. So a tale of two Toyotas. Uh, so this is something I've actually had, uh, spinning in my head for a little bit of time. Um, you know, and, uh, I, I've always made the joke actually for quite a while now that one of the things I do with my free time, if I'm bored and I have nothing going on is, well, I, I, I look around for a used car, you know, I look around for a nice little Toyota, something to get me from point A to point B, thinking of contingency plans, uh, in case, uh, I'm ever out of transportation, right? Uh, so, uh, both of these situations, uh, both these stories, um, are, are, uh, actually take place in, in Detroit. They take place in the Metro Detroit area. Um, and, uh, so the first one just involves a, uh, it was, it was, I, I think it was a good deal. It, it was somewhat recently. Um, and, uh, it was, uh, I, I think it was a, a decent deal, for, you know, considering inflation and, and everything else uh, going on. Um, uh, good friend of mine, good childhood, best friend of mine. Um, you know, of course he had a old Nissan Altima, uh, that, that had a questionable transmission, uh, some days I, I wondered if I trusted myself being in that car, um, because of, uh, that transmission was just ready to give up any minute. So of course, uh, you know, he had a, he had a decent budget. He had a budget of 10 grand and, you know, he was saying, Hey, you know, if we could find a car under this amount, um, you know, that would be great. Something simple. Don't want something flashy. Uh, and so again, in, in retrospect, this is for uh, 2023. So of course, uh, 10 grand is a lot different for a car these days uh, than let's say three or four years ago. Um, so we go, of course, we go hunting and uh, we we go hunting for a Toyota because you know I'm a, I'm a fanboy a little bit of Toyota. I like their I like their quality uh, at least for some of their previous vehicles. Older models are a lot better than some of the newer ones. And uh, so. 
we go ahead and and we find we find this uh we find this nice uh 2009 uh toyota matrix uh this was a interesting car because the car had only eighty-one thousand miles at the time um clean title it's brand new it's all good uh like nothing wrong with it i uh you know we we almost couldn't even believe uh that this was kind of you know something back in 2009 which you know doing some rough math here that's that's like what 10 14 years so 14 years old 81,000 miles that's you know that's that's pretty good and uh yeah it was in great condition like barely any rust um so of course we we uh we want to do some digging thought it's too good to be true and uh uh, so, you know, my buddy pulled up, uh, tried finding Carfax reports. I, I tried finding a, something similar to where, you know, we didn't have to pay for a Carfax report. Um, so then I, I actually, um, subscribed to this service, uh, temporarily. I think it was called like, uh, it wasn't auto check. I, I found out auto check later on. Um, it was, it was like this third party, questionable just uh like you know like the the website sort of looked legit um but then as soon as you wanted to order a um you know essentially like a carfax um it it would take you to like this other third-party site and so then of course i created an account and thank god i had the wherewithal to use a um a burner card uh and to give more context here um privacy not sponsored by them Shout out to privacy though. Uh, privacy has a service for free on both, um, you know, web, Android, and iOS uh, that allows you to create one-time burner use cards uh, so that you don't give away your credit card information uh, in the instance where you're shopping online and you're unsure of the uh, reputation of the seller that you're dealing with. So of course, in this instance, I don't know who this uh, this you know seller is. They're sell they're claiming to sell this legitimate car faxing service and i i have i have no idea who they are so of course i immediately create a burner card i say hey one time use one dollar and of course uh i got the i got the report the quality of the report it it was like it was like a six out of ten maybe even a five it wasn't it wasn't even as like like detailed as like a like an actual car fax report would what would give you but of course you know their whole their whole their whole spiel is that you 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 pay pay a dollar and and you and you get this quality of report, um, and uh, so of course uh, once I got charged the dollar like a day or two later, um, this service tried charging thirty dollars and thank God again that I had privacy on my side uh, because of course they immediately rejected that transaction and just went in there the next day i think i deleted my account and that was the end of that so um so thank god did not did not get scammed there get signed up for one of those auto subscription services type thing uh so then of course uh we get some more information on the car uh me and my buddy we go we agree we go up on a saturday or oh actually what happens that i drove down uh Drove down to Detroit and uh, made a made a good few hour drive down there. Uh, met him up. We went to the uh, 
place where the car is at. And this 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 dealership was interesting because they were it was like a mix of a um, like it's almost like they had like a collision shop in the back. And uh, but they also sold cars. And, that, and that's kind of normal um, in Metro Detroit. You know, a lot of a lot of car slash collision shops will just order a lot of cars online and then you just kind of pick them out of the lot and you know they might be working on one or two things in the back so so usually it's it, it, it you know it's a little bit of an operation um so we get there uh very very kind man um uh we we go in uh his name is patrick we go in uh we you know very good salesman he like literally pulls out the car in front of us within the first two minutes uh and uh we go and uh we get in the car, we, you know, we do a little walk around. Um, and from there, uh, we're checking it out. It looks getting just at just as good. I think if not even better in person than in the photos. Uh, and, uh, so from there we, we get in the car, we, we start driving down the road. Um, you know, my buddy's like still kind of nervous cause, uh, you know, it's a new car. It's, he's not really sure if he wants or not. So, uh, eventually, uh, after taking it around for a few miles, uh, we get to a mechanic shop. Mechanic shop lifts the car. Uh, they say the car is clean. Um, or, well, actually, so the car the car technically had three issues. Um, so one, uh, there was a risk of a there's like a slight leak. I think of like the oil gasket. Um, maybe uh, that was one issue. Um, another was he the mechanic pointed out um, that there was a uh, I think it's like near the, the rear axle it's like one of the one of the components there was like leaking we couldn't really tell where but again it was very minor and uh, I, com- I for- completely forgot about what the third issue was uh, but it, besides that he's like this is a clean car and so we took it around some more you know talked to my buddy about it he was kind of unsure so then I got in the car, drove it around, and uh, I don't know if I clarified this earlier, but this car is a S mode, S edition, so it's a sport trim. And so, of course, once I get on the freeway, I uh, let's just say I, uh, I hit that throttle pretty good and uh, made sure that this car indeed had a smooth transmission. Uh, and so, of course, uh, once I look over to my, uh, my buddy's face and uh, see... Um, just see like the smile of joy, you know, uh, we finally loop it back around the dealership, walk in there. Uh, we decide to try to knock the, knock the price down a bit. So that the, the price on the car was, I believe, I think it was like eight, nine, nine, five out the door. Like that's, that's kind of, or actually, so this is eight, nine, nine, five that they wanted. And of course, like, you know, with the dealership or with the dealer, they wanted, of course, like, you know, the extra fees, maybe you want to play things like that. Um, so we, uh, I walk in, you know, my buddy's shy. So of course I do some of the negotiating, uh, for him. And I think I tried asking for nearly like a thousand off or something. And then the guy just said, you know what, how about this? He's like, we won't even take any, any money from you for like docking fees or, you know, any of the filing for the title, uh, and, and stuff like that. Um, and I think he even gave him a new plate and we just paid that eight, eight, nine, nine, five out the door. So, uh, it was not too bad. You know, it was, it was not too bad. It wasn't, it wasn't anything stellar. Um, but, uh, I will say that, um, with Patrick being there, um, he was definitely a nice guy. I mean, he answered any questions that we had, uh, you know, he was just somebody that wasn't trying to rub us the wrong way. You know, he, 
Uh, I mean, he didn't even, he actually, he even rushed us on the test drive. You know, normally, you know, you're at a dealership, it might call you like every 20 minutes or so. Like he just kind of let us take the car and we were almost out for like two hours. Um, so he was like, again, a very, very good man. Um, even actually after when we signed all the paperwork and everything and uh, we got the car, I think there was like extra pieces or like bolts or something laying around in one of the, you know, uh, one of the seats. And uh, we were asking like, what's this for? Um, and then he was saying that this is for a piece of, uh, I guess, that would replace like a little bit of the Bondo near the right fender of the car. Uh, and, you know, that would kind of... Uh, replace that piece there and um and he even offered to take the car back once they get the paint and everything you you know he'll let my buddy take the car back and they'll just fix that piece for him for free so very good man good customer service um and that was that was that and of course uh you know i asked my buddy to this day i'm like hey are you are you happy with your purchase do you feel like you got your money's worth and uh he tells me the car pays for itself so uh, I'm glad to hear that he got a good deal and, uh, you know, that we, he, uh, built a decent relationship with the, uh, uh, with the dealer. Um, so of course, uh, now the second story, uh, this is, uh, from a few, a few years back. Uh, this is actually around the time, uh, you know, this is like pre COVID and this is what a, what a world back then. Um, I I got into this weird funk of looking at um, you know Toyotas from the '90s uh, because those arguably I'd say are like the best year in like JDM history like ever. I'm not even I'm not a hardcore car guy, but like I know like Toyota man they came out with some bangers back in the '90s, and so of course uh, it was like. I've always liked the, I know it's not a Toyota, but I always liked the Mazda MX-5 Miata. So I think the closest car that resembled it was the, uh, I believe it's like the Celica. Uh, it was like, it was like a, like the early 90s Celica cars. Um, and uh, the, so, you know, I'm looking at guys reviewing these cars and I'm like, man, you know, if only I could find one that's affordable, like these, these cars are probably so expensive. Because the Miata at the time, it was gaining a lot of traction and popularity, um, and they were they were starting to get pretty pricey. Keep in mind, this is around like twenty eighteen ish, like winter, fall, winter of twenty eighteen. So we're talking like November, December. Um, so of course, uh, on December fifth of twenty eighteen, uh, I found I stumbled upon a um, upon a beautiful beautiful uh 1992 toyota celica what was crazy about this car was that the guy the guy claimed that it had 41,000 miles uh from 1992 clean title absolutely nothing wrong with it like this thing was i, I couldn't even believe my eyes so i'm like okay there's no way in hell so I, you know, I drive up 20 minutes north of Detroit, uh, and uh, we get there. It's like in an area called Warren, and uh, so I get there. God, I can't, I can't even remember his name. I'm like looking at the text as we speak, but like, I've actually like, I don't think I can remember his name. And uh, so this gentleman, uh, very nice man, 
uh, lets me into his home. I think, uh, I think he even offered me like, like dinner or something. He was like a very, very kind man. You know, he was just like a, you know, you know, your, your typical Midwestern, uh, suburban dad, you know, saw photos of the son, like going to university, uh, you know, things like that. Just, had a lot of accolades in this family. Uh, and of course this, this car, this, you know, like just everything seems so normal about this guy. And then here we have this, this car in his driveway and I'm just like, okay, can you like, let's talk about the elephant in the room, you know? And so then he tells me that this car, um, essentially was owned by his best friend. She and him, uh, I think they were like good friends of at least, at least like, 10 plus years um and so and 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 i'm probably undercutting it it could easily go to 20 um so she lived in arizona and she passed away um she passed away uh i'm i i don't know if it was from like cancer or what sickness but i just all i remembered is that this woman owned this car in arizona and she had it for a while and then when she passed this is the only thing that like remained that he he has of her so he he i can't even actually remember how he got the car from arizona to michigan if he drove it or if he somebody else drove it uh because i sure as heck know that he did not go out of his way to transport it um uh but Car, car is now in Michigan. Uh, uh, yep. So the uh, so the car is now in Michigan, and uh, you know pretty much his whole attitude is, hey, you know this thing is basically a burden on me because it reminds me of my best friend, and uh, like if you don't take this off my hands, I'm gonna drive up north, like in the middle of the Upper Peninsula, and like shoot it with my 30 out six like that's you know that was his whole attitude uh and so um he like he did not he was not a fan at all uh of this of this car so when he went and uh we went outside we looked at it um he um i'm telling you this thing was like so beautiful pearly white this thing was so clean. I could like eat off of it. And, uh, yeah, first thing I did hop into the dash, put that key in the ignition and saw it was 41,000 miles. And, and he only wanted $2,300 for it. I think at one point during this interaction, uh, I like managed to talk him down to like $2,000 clean again for a 92 Celica. 41,000 miles clean title this thing barely had any rust i mean like i think the only uh the only thing that may have been questionable was like the gasket in the trunk um along with the uh uh along with potentially the um yeah, actually, no, I, I think that's I think that's like the only thing I could think of 
that was like wrong with it. And you, but like for some reason, you know, like I would ask some friends, I'm like, hey, you know, what do you think about this car? Uh, you know, like this is kind of too good to be true. And they're like, ah, eh, you'd get scammed, you know, whatnot. You know, and I, I was, God, I was like 2018. I was, I was 20. I was 20 years old back then. So I, you know, I was, of course, very young and naive and uh, susceptible. And um, so I uh, just, of course, uh, I, I didn't really know what I was doing. And uh, what I, of course, when I, uh, when I went to my parents and I said, hey, you know, I, I have this uh, decent Chevy Impala. I want to trade it for this 92 Celica. You know, my, my folks thought I was nuts. They were, they were like screaming at me like, what do you mean? Why do you want to drive around that old, you know, that old piece of garbage and i'm like no you don't understand it has class it's gonna go up in value like it's nice there, there's a whole community for it and and so you know they 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 of course they they're not into cars so they they're like yeah you're you're nuts you're you're crazy you're you know just young 20 year old things and um you know but when i was talking to the seller um he was telling me how uh i, I think like even after the drive we called each other like three times um, and I think at the third point, because, you know, December 8th, we were talking up until like the 16th or something. He said, like, if you call me again, you're going to have to send me a Christmas card. <laughs> like, uh, and, uh, but like, even during the, t even during the time when I, when I was going to see the car, like that, the car was, uh, that car, um, it, uh, it was getting, I mean, it was getting looked at all over across the country. Like there is a, there's a huge car club in Texas that wanted to come see the car. And like all these guys were coming out and looking at it and they just, they couldn't believe it. You know, they couldn't believe the fact that this thing uh, just is in such good condition. And it's just randomly sitting here for $2,000 more or less. And uh, yeah, it's uh, just what one once in a lifetime type of offer you know uh clean body i mean the the you know the engine is is barely used uh and i mean like i said there there's a little bit of rust but i mean if you're again going back from 2018 if you're looking at a car from let's see 2008 to 1998 so if you're going back 27 years that is a that is a car in pretty good condition, I would say so. And uh, yeah, I for some reason did not, you know, I mean, this is the thrill of the deal, but I sure got the thrill. But I unfortunately gave into fear and I did not get that deal. So moral of the story, go with your gut, go with your gut. Even if the world tells you that you're crazy, just do it, man, because maybe you might be the one who walk away with a 1992 Toyota Celica for $2,000. Oh, man, I just, I beat myself up thinking about it because that car was just so nice. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, and that's not even going into the resale value now, post-COVID. I mean, they're easily worth like quadruple the amount now, especially with the condition that that thing was in. Um, I'll need to see if I could scour for some photos. Uh, but man, that car... That car was beautiful. Uh, no, no, no questions, uh, or yeah, no, no doubts for sure. 
but uh, that that's it, guys. Uh, that's the tale of two Toyotas. Uh, feel free to let me know what you think. Uh, no, it's uh, coming out a little late on a Thursday night, but uh, you know we're we're still keeping up at it, trying to keep on that Thursday schedule. And uh, as always, uh, feel free to send in your submission, your stories at hello at the thrill of the deal dot com. Uh, I'm looking to have guests someday to come on and share their stories as well. Uh, of course, um, we also are on Instagram at hello. Uh, Let's see here. Not hello, my bad. It's uh, the thrill of the deal. Once again, the thrill of the deal. Deal spelled as in D three A L. And again, we are on the thrill of the deal dot com, uh, hosted by Podbean. So thank you again, guys, and enjoy the rest of your night.